your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to the Saturday Manager podcast. My name is Nick Pitts from Farnborough Old Boys Guild Reserves in Division 3, west of the Kent County League. This podcast follows the ups and downs of grassroots football, including interviews with players and managers across the grassroots sector. Let's get to it. Welcome. Episode number 48 of Saturday Manager Podcast. Um, Before we dive straight into it, this week's guest is my younger sibling, Charlie Pitt, vice-captain, former captain of our side. Char, hello there. Good evening. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on. At uh, last. Yes, I'm, fine, I'm finally here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, today's layout, so uh, pretty similar to every single week. Um, first of all, we're going to go through the results from last weekend, hear from managers around the league and get mine and Charles' thoughts on those uh, particular results. We'll then discuss our game, um, our annihilation uh, of long lane reserves. We'll break and then we will do the predictions for this coming weekend, some tasty fixtures this weekend. So first of all, we've got um, one, two, three, four, five, five results from last week. So uh, the first one that we've got is uh, Bexley 1, Metro Gas 0. A real shock on the cards there. Uh, I've backed Metro Gas heavily um, uh, there, Charles. What do you reckon? That is a, that is a surprise. Been playing both teams early on in the season, we know what they're about. Yeah. Um, so I know we pulled quite poor against Metro Gas, but it's quite a surprise that they didn't get a goal on the, on, on the score sheet and um, a solid 1-0 win for, for Bexley reserves at, at home so full credit for them to, to nullify that, that attack and then and then getting all the three points I'm hearing it was a, a real grudge match and, a, and an, an 80th minute winner um, from Bexley so um, emotions must have been running high on that pitch as well mm. um, I heard from Kieran Kieran sent us a, a, a little uh, a note in just to summarise the game from the Bexley point of view. Bexley reserves one, Metro Gas reserves nil. Great game of football, especially for the neutral. Um, planning it, it was a tough fought game. Everyone was challenging, and it was a complete opposite of the performance that Bexley put in last week against Long Lane. All 11 players running for the ball. The subject came on, made a difference in the game, which is all you can ask for. Ultimately, it came down to what side was going to take their chance. And late in the second half, we took our chance from a great header, from a great cross. Um, All in all, again, it was a tough game, but four games into the season, we've won two and lost two. We're finally starting to show a little bit more quality, and we're gelling as a group, which is, as a new group of players, is all all we really wanted. Fair play to Metro Gas, they put it right on us from beginning to end, nearly took the lead multiple times and nearly equalised towards the end. Um, yeah, brilliant game of football. On to AFC Lewisham next week. I mean, to be fair, one, two, lost two. I, I didn't have. I, I didn't expect them to win any games um, whatsoever up until this point. So they, well, 
and they've done um they've so they've done really well there. Um, Metro Gas uh, missing Suarez as well because of a because of a ban, so that probably well, didn't yeah. help their attack either. Suarez with braces. Yes. Um, yeah, but for, that's what you want to hear from Saturday football grass grassroots football there, sort of laying it all on the field and getting that one 0 win. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and uh, Gary from Metro Gas sent us in his snippet, so let's see if uh, if they're roughly the same. Hi, mate. Um, yeah, just a brief summary of our game last Saturday away at Bexley. Uh, it's played in pretty tricky conditions with the wind and the uh, the slope on the pitch. So one half we were uphill into the wind, and obviously the opposite in the second half. Um, on balance of play, I, th- I think we probably should have won the game. Um, we created the, more, the better chances and more chances over the 90 minutes, uh, but unfortunately we just didn't take our chances on the day. Um, and if you don't do that, you can't win a game of football. So uh, the inevitable happened and we let a, a goal in in the last five minutes to, to lose 1-0. Um, it, was, it was a decent game of football between both sides. I thought we controlled it quite well. Um, it's just our, our finishing on the day let us down um, we're pretty solid defensively at the moment I'm pretty pleased with the way uh, things are going in that department we just need to uh, take our chances uh, and we should become a threat I think in, in this league but if you don't score you can't win um, and full credit to Bexley um, in the end they, they deserve their win because uh, because we we couldn't score and they did, so uh, got no no qualms about that. They they deserve their win and full credit to them. We look forward to the reverse fixture. No truer words have been spoken. If you don't score, you don't win. Wise words. What do you reckon? Wise words. I mean, solid defensively. Obviously not in the last five minutes, um, but two two sides there who will probably be at the end of either end of the table um, if Bexley can kick on which I, I, in deep down I don't think they will they've had a good couple of results last last two games or a couple of games sorry um, I've, I've massively expected much better from Metro Gas so maybe there's a another underlying issue there um, next game Dance and Sports Reserves at home to Greenways um, Greenways Aces I backed Greenways massively here, considering how bad Danson are, and uh, and Greenways only managing a point. Um, Danson, the better off here. Um, this tarnishing Greenways, a hundred percent win start, um, and and taking a point away from um, from Danson. So, uh, what do you reckon? What do you think, Charles? I think I had a surprising result. To be fair, I think when we played Danson, the one thing I will credit them for is that they have a a system in which they play, and they yep. don't break that they will play like that for 90 minutes and um, credit to them because you can get some teams who you know try and play a certain way and they get broken by teams and they just break down and they, they don't continue to play that way it's a full play it looks like fair play sorry it looks like it's worked for them there um, probably expected more than from Greenway actually because they, they, they come off a win from Metro Gas from the week before but yeah, yeah fair play to, to Danson yeah I think as you just touched on there Danson played that side of play where technically they might not be as good as their opposition but they keep going and running and going and going pretty much why they got 
their goal against us, which really we switched off for a, a matter of second, and they kept going and they got their goals. So um, nothing from Danson this week, but managed to grab a snip from Josh, who is the assistant manager at Greenways. Hello, joint manager Josh here from Greenway Aces, doing a review for the match against Danson Sport Reserves. So Saturday we had a squad with eight players injured. We only had three on the bench, one who's also just returning from a broken leg. One was a goalkeeper and one was a winger who was arriving late, prearranged. So in terms of squad, we were very depleted, but by no means is that an excuse for the way we performed on Saturday or the result that we wanted. We wanted a win like any other team would. Um, playing football, we were really good. We kept creating chances. We were getting in behind. And as a team, Danson, I'll give them all the credit. They were energetic. They did not stop running. They pressed us. There wasn't really much structure behind it, but there was a lot of energy and a lot of meaning behind everything they'd done. They really, really wanted it out there to the point that there was elbowing a 16-year-old kid. But who am I to comment? Um, they scored just before the end of the first half. Our players failed to clear their lines. It, it was not good. Uh, we really should have made a better better deal out of it. We should have got it up, out quicker. The second half, we were 1-0 down going to the second half. We played some really good football once again. Equaled it out 1-0 after we was awarded a penalty. We're on the goalkeeper's line. No one else in the box, just the goalkeeper. He purposely sticks his leg out and kicks our player to trip him up. It was a yellow card. So instantly, a terrible decision from the ref, in my opinion. Should have been a red card, should have gone down to 10 men, scored the penalty, and the game opened up. We then gave away a penalty. Once again, their energy, their desire to get the ball in behind. They play two strikers, fast, energetic, which caused issues for our two centre-backs, two centre-backs who are still easing into their fitness, who are still a little bit behind the races, who are playing while we haven't got all of our centre-backs as well. So once again, we're a depleted squad. Uh, so we then 2-1 down. They shushed us when they scored at one point. They celebrated like they won a cup final. Don't blame them. They've, they've gone through a lot as a club and to get the goals was good. We equalised again and... We hit the woodwork twice throughout the match, which was painful to watch. And we also, they should have had another man sent off, consistent fouls. But credit to Danson, a 2-2 draw. But I look forward to next week where we play against Farnborough, which will be more than interesting with a full squad. What do you think? I want to know if that sub-keeper got on. (laughs) (laughs) And in what position? Yeah, exactly. Um... Yeah, I think... Um, they, well, summed, they summed it up. Uh, he, he hit the nail on the head in terms of uh, the Danson's they, work rate and, play, yeah. and how they play. And, and that's all they're ever going to do in terms of going forward. Um, they they do hustle in packs like wolves oh. looking for meat. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's how they play and that's that's what gets their goals. And um, going 2-1 up and shushing the opposition is quite comical actually especially in Division 3 of the Kent League um, but full credit to, to Greenways for getting back into the game and, and, and not letting the heads go down considering um, the lack of options on the bench um, and so on and so forth it's one of those weeks isn't it it is indeed ok next result Farnborough 4 Long Lane Neil. go on to Farnborough 4-0 lovely result could have been more 
Um, where do you want to start? Let's start with this one. Let's carry on four nil. Uh. Um, strong squad. Um, still a few missing. So to me, we we said to said to the boys, look for some of the top five teams, they're going to be up there. We need to play a certain way, uh, and the way that we wanted to play we did it from the off we were pressing high we were pressing together in packs we were winning the ball back we were creating chances I think the first 20 minutes was ours mm. um, Long Lane worked himself back into the game uh, they hit the post yep. had a couple of shots come across the front um, they had a goal disallowed for offside which was offside which was miles offside um, but apart from that didn't really in the first half um, didn't really offer a great deal um, we scored the first goal all of 40 yards Matt Edmonton bit of a fluke keeper should have done a lot better mm. um, don't know what I have no idea what he was doing <laughs> um, whether he I, I don't even know what he was doing um, it's not like he was off his line or wasn't looking he was looking at the ball he was standing on his line and he still got a lob from 40 yards um, we got the second goal potentially another bit of luck a good passage of play um, and I got on the end of it uh, ball laid to the edge of the box hit with my left foot keeper went down to save it with his foot the way the ball was hit the ball was spinning and then bounced over the keeper's head and went in a spot of luck because I missed one from six yards about two minutes before uh, so made up for it um, so going in 2-0 up at the break some good individual performances um, and I think we deserve to be to be 2-0 up at half time I don't think mm. they like I said they, they hit the post early doors but that was about it really yeah I expected more from them actually yeah, in, did, in the final third in terms of balls in the box, challenging, scrapping for first and seconds. And yeah. um, whether we just nullified that and done a really good job on that, or they just didn't bring that game um, to the first or, or second half, is, is I suppose. I think the we. Debate, but I don't think they expected us to come out as hard as we did, um, because they're known for being a little bit older, a little bit harder than other teams. They've got a lot more experience than other teams. So if you compare them to someone like Danson, for example, mm. um, I mean, Long Lane, would, they, well, they annihilated them first game of the season 7-3 and you can see how they've done that. Yeah. Um, but I just think all over the pitch, like me and you both included, I mean, you do it week in, week out anyway, but both of us included, you know, we were chasing, we were putting in the 50-50s at a harder rate than they were. Um and then we just said at half time just a little bit more the next goal was the crucial one um, because obviously it would have taken us 3-0 up or it would have brought them back into the game and and we got that nice and early um, uh, that was you as well it was me again a diagonal ball from Harry Sharp pinpoint met on the volley the the distracting run from yourself from 10 straight into the box the right back tucked inside and, and volley into the bottom corner which took it to 3-0 and then I think then it kind of we settled in a little bit I wouldn't say we. I don't want to say we stood off the gas but you summarised it quite well after the game we were 3-0 up and we were kind of like well come break us down yeah. come and see what you can do Yeah. and they didn't do anything no, they, they, they um, did nothing no they've got a lot of older wiser heads there and mm. you know how they're going to play and they're not a team that are going to try and run in behind you and put yeah. the ball behind you so it was a case of breaking yeah, whatever like, was in front come, of you down you've got now cut come beat our banks of you know four and, and then you're playing in front of us so we're, we're confident that we could could contain them and that's exactly what we did and then we had last goal 
Uh, probably should have gone to Tony Rawlings, but ended up going to Mike Cole. Um, Michael Hill's playing the ball up um, to myself, brought it down, laid it to you, you laid it back, laid it over to Tony. Um, went round the keeper, hit the post for four yards, uh, came out, bounced to Coley, and he managed to fire it straight in the top top corner. So, um, would have been good for Tony to get his second goal of the season, but however, we did get the fourth goal, and I think Coley deserved that because. I said last week he, he, he runs his ass off week in week out for little reward as a striker um, so he did well to get himself on the score sheet but could have been five could have been five he should have uh, got another at the end do you want to go through that oh yeah I, I, I won the ball back from, from two challenges yeah um, which I did want to get on to the, the ball by myself but it fell to Michael's feet and uh, he had to carry it from the halfway line to take the keeper on and uh, unchallenged unchallenged and he, on got, he got to the keeper and then bang spoon straight over the bar I think he he wanted to go down he wanted to put the keeper on his ass, but the keeper was just having none of it <laughs> and he tried to be a bit too precise and I oh, mate well it wasn't it wasn't the best of finishes he will be disappointed but he got his goal and um and he done well, so four nil, and that, and again, as you said after the game when we did the post match interview, um, that is a result that a lot of teams would have been looking at and wondering who was going to win that game. So that puts out quite a marker already mm. early doors. What with House losing their twenty three unbeaten streak, twenty three game unbeaten streak, um, so that puts out a nice um, marker early doors and puts us in good stead after that shit houseery against Metro Gas a couple of weeks ago. Um, Next game is Housted. Housted winning 1 0 at home to Broms. I mean, a formality, really. Um, I thought it would have been more. I thought it would have been more. Um, Broms might have nicked a couple of players from the first team. I don't know. I don't know that factually. I'm just saying that could have been. Um, Housted would be pleased with the with the three points because that keeps them, well, that gets them back on a winning yeah. track. Um, and spoke to Scott Mullins, the Housted manager, to get his thoughts on the game. Hi, this is uh, Scott, the Alstead United uh, manager. Just a one-minute review on our game on uh, Saturday. Uh, yeah, dug in opponents, Pomerians, uh, and uh, we come out with a 1-0 victory. Uh, we were knocking on the door for long periods of time. They are very resilient. They stuck in there. They kept going. Uh, and I've got no doubt that Pomerians would definitely not be at the foot of the table, that's for sure, if they continue putting performances in like that. Uh, three points for us. Uh, you know, we were we were rugged. We we kept in there. We bounced back from last week, which I was pleased about. Uh, kept a clean sheet. Three points on the board. So uh, yeah, all, all in all, it ticks the boxes, and we move on to next week. Uh, well done, Bromonians. Good bunch of lads there, and uh, had a good drink with them afterwards. So uh, best of luck for the rest of the season, and we'll see you uh, again when we come to you. See, I'm starting to wonder whether House did have got the same squad from last year. Um, now the reason I'm wondering that is because looking at their results, I mean the only standout result was a seven-one win, I think, um, to Danson. I think. Don't quote me on that. But Broms one nil. They lost to Bryden. Um, they've already um, sort of near on you know goal differences similar than last year already. So I'm wondering whether they've lost a few or maybe there's something going on down there. I'm not. Maybe I'm looking into it a bit too much. But that's. Um, it's something that kind of stuck out in my head, especially after Meridian um, got slung out of our division. You know, everybody was looking at Houston and going, that, you know, they're going to be the ones based on last season. But looking at that now, I mean, Bryden, Bryden are the team that, that are sort of holding all the cards at the minute. And, and as I say, I just wonder whether Houston are, 
after the maybe sort of jitterina and maybe lost again lost a few players I'm not really sure yeah, yeah. any well, comment grassroots football is quite hard that, especially Div 3 you know so many players come and go and I don't know the situation down at House said not uh, not playing against them for several years I don't know what the squad was like last year the yeah. players they had I don't know what it's like this year but yeah I think from our talking about our own experiences it's hard to to you, you underappreciate how hard it is to keep a core good Absolutely. squad for, for a team yeah um, Bromley and so then you know need to start kicking on for the season and it's a bit different down there they have the yeah yeah from aliens from aliens um, but four losses from four they need to start trying to get some some points on the board yeah, sooner rather than later because it's so difficult once you're at the foot of that table it's this this division is probably the hardest to get out of in, in the Kent side of things so they need to um, they need to kick on we've mm. got them in a couple of weeks so um, yeah. we'll do our best their belief of doing something in the league will slowly fade if that doesn't change absolutely because everyone starts with that and then um, what's the last game? Uh, South East. God, what a crap game, South East. South East reserves Lewisham. Uh, I had this down as nil nil. <laughs> How wrong you were. How wrong I was. South East getting uh, first three points of the season, is it? No, second three points of the season. Oh. Two wins and two losses. Um, two teams that have not started well at all. AFC Lewisham. I mean, they're turning in. There's a battering boys of every year, and. I kind of backed him to do something a little bit this year. I spoke to Eddie, who usually sends a sank in, but he's not managed to do that this week. Maybe he was uh, too pissed off to do so. Um, but I will catch up with him and see what he had to say. But that looks like a... They, uh, South East have probably grinded that result out by the looks of things. I mean, that I don't see a draw being an unfair result based on their current form. Um, but South East managing to, to get the three points. And they are going to need to kick on now. They're going to need to do something because again, four games of only two wins. Um, they need to start putting the work in now if they're going to get a better finish than last year because they were terrible last year. Yeah, didn't they like win a load of games and lose loads of games? They, they started. No, they started well. I say they started well. We tonked them five one first game of the season last year. Uh, but no, they had a mid period. A lot yeah. of teams do. They have a mid period where they, they go on a sort of a three or four game run and you see them jump up to fifth or sixth and then they uh, and then they depleted a little bit back into last year um, so hopefully they can start picking the results back up right that'll do us for the first half of the show we'll take a quick break and we will come back with the predictions for this weekend having trouble tracking who can play and who can't download down to play before your next match the first app to purely focus on player availability get down to play for free in the app store and google play Welcome back to the show. Second half with myself and Charlie Pitt. Welcome back. Yeah. Lovely. Right, well, so let's... Before uh, we go any further, Nick, I'd like to yeah. issue a public apology. Public service announcement. To Mr. Andrew Wheaton. Um, okay. Taking place a couple of weeks ago. I haven't had a chance to apologise, so I thought I'd take this opportunity. But um, whilst... Um, Playing in the Metro Gas game, um, Andrew and his two sons yep. were both in attendance and enjoying during the game. I was down the left hand side tackling someone and accidentally kicked the ball straight in his son's face. Um, which accidentally in inverted commas, <laughs> which uh, um, then resulting in his his son crying and crying quite a lot. So. Um, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to speak to him after the game, so I'd just like to say apologies, and I hope um, I hope your your boy's okay. Bearing in mind, Andrew's son is twenty five. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So there you go, Andrew. Uh, an apology to your young bambino. Right, um, just finishing off, we're going to do the results for this weekend. Um, so basically the way this will work, I will do um, my prediction, my reasons why, and then Charlie will do his. Um, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six games. Everybody in action this week, which is superb. First game we've got on the list is Bexley Reserves at home to AFC Lewisham. I expect... Bexley to carry on their winning form and and pick up where they left off. Um, I don't expect, uh, in all in in the best way possible, I don't expect Lewisham to to pose much of a threat. Um, I've gone two one to Bexley on this one. Um, I I I initially backed a draw on this actually. Oh, um, three three. Three three. Three three. Uh, just because listening to what I think the, Lewisham have only scored one goal in each game. No, well, what the guy was the Lewisham guy was saying uh, uh, the other game the other week I was listening to. Yeah. Um, you know they they sounded like they had some promising spells and you know they're um, a, a fast paced action team so you know anything can kind of happen but I've I'm edging towards a, a Bexley three two win. Oh, so still goals yeah, but you've taken that one goal off Lewisham. Okay. Um. Bromleyans reserves Bromoleans reserves at home to Bryden and Ropes reserves Bryden not having a fixture last week they had a friendly which they lost 2-1 Ooh. in uh, I don't uh, I don't actually know Ooh. no one in the Kent League though uh. I want to say lower oh so could that be the start of some the decline who knows I hope so <laughs> um, Bromleyans from last week uh, lost one to Housed are they going to go one better and get a win or a draw? Probably not. Based on what's gone on so far this season, one team that have lost all their games, one team that have won all their games, I expect Brighton to continue their winning form and um, win by four goals to nil. Um, I, I think this will just be too much for Broms. Um, I could be wrong, but just going based on how many goals Brighton have scored, how many Broms have let in, um, I can't see anything else in a Brighton win. Yeah, uh, you got first versus 12th, haven't you? And um, yeah. I, I've actually backed the same as you for Neil Brighton. Oh. It, it may be a little tight. I was just looking at the, the bronze goal difference, conceded 7 in 4. Um, whereas, like, Dancer had conceded, uh, conceded 17. Um, so, you know, it might be a little bit lower, but yeah, I'm fully back in a, uh, a Brighton win. Uh, Greenway's Aces host us. Found the Old Boys Guild Reserves. Mm. Um, this, the. This is the team that we need to beat, uh, and they will be thinking the same. Um, we are potentially in a better position. Um, I know Greenways haven't lost it, but in terms of performance, um, and in terms of momentum, I strongly believe that the momentum is with us this week and at the moment, purely because we smashed Long Lane, who are going to be in the top five this year, last week. And probably comfortably, actually. Um, and they got a, a, a draw to a team that are letting in five and six every week. So um, I'm going to back us, and I've backed us by three goals to nil. Well, I'm, I'm backing us as well. I've gone a little bit lower, 2-0. But yeah, I think we'll put in a, 
It's going to be difficult. It's going to be uh, difficult. Yeah, I think yeah, it's going to be difficult. But we're going to put in a solid shift. Nobody in the team's you know against hard work or anything like that. So yeah. um, we'll go down there and hopefully get all three points and a clean sheet. And if we can take last week's performance into this weekend, I don't see us having a problem with anyone this year. I've got to be honest. Uh, House did at home to Danson. I mean, this is this is David versus Goliath. This is um, <laughs> this is a, this is a six nil House did. I I, um, I went for six goals in the game. Okay. I did. I didn't. I didn't go three three. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but I went five one, just because of Danton has scored. I said this a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Yeah. So they they've scored in every game. Right. They've lost, but they do get a goal in every game, um, and that's purely down to that work rate and that grit. Yeah. That um that shit that no one likes to do really. Um. But if House did a tight at the back, and they don't switch off, they should keep a clean sheet. Mm. Uh, because Danson aren't good enough technically going forward however yeah 6 nil for me uh, and you went 5-1 five, 5-1 one. Five, five, one, yeah. one. Okay. Uh, last two Long Lane reserves at home to well in town reserves uh, Long Lane need to bounce back um, they've had what uh, let's have a look here. Long Lane where are we Long Lane sitting 6th uh, currently at the minute uh, 2 wins and 2 losses uh, which is quite early doors for them to lose two games because they, again they started quite strong last year um, but Wellingtown will be a realistic fixture that they feel that they can win uh, I'll say the same as I do every week with Welling you never know what Welling team's going to turn up mm. on their day they're as good as anyone but on their on their off day they're as good as Danson or Lewisham so um, I've backed a long lane win by three goals to one Boom. um I I have also gone three one, but I think it's going to be a tougher game than expected for yeah. Long Lane. I reckon yeah. it's it's going to be two one up until the 80th minute or so, and they'll nick one at the end. I think their experience as a team will just see them through against uh, a typically they're normally like a young well uh, well in Usually, town side yeah. Yeah. anyway. Yeah. But um, one thing I, I know they've already lost two games already this season, but I, I think. It's good to see that the, the the bigger teams or the teams who expect to be at the table playing each other a lot earlier in the season. And then last year we barely played each other. I mean, we didn't even play House and I think Long Lane themselves went on a twelve-game undefeated um, streak just yeah. because they didn't play anyone at, at the top. So it's good yeah. to see everyone playing each other early. Yeah, I agree. Um, last game, last game of the weekend is Metro Gas Reserves at home to South East Athletic Reserves. South East will be looking to build on their three-two win uh, last weekend to Lewisham. Metro Gas looking to put their wrongs right from their one-nil loss to Bexley. So uh, I have backed Metro Gas. Um, I do think they will bounce back. I just think they'll have a little. I just think they'll have too much quality uh, for South East. Um, South East not starting brilliantly obviously like I said getting a win last week however um, I've gone 2-0 to, to Metro I guess um, mm. fairly straightforward well, South East will obviously be on a high they, got, they, they won um, they won last week but yeah I've backed a, a Metro Gas win 3-0 I've actually gone you went 2 did you I did yes oh, I've gone for 3 3 mm. I think Suarez is still banned as well yeah that's a shame he's a good, good enough player or let's, a good player let's, but let's yeah not, that'll be a loss let's not talk about him too much right Results. So uh, that's results concluded. Sorry, the predictions concluded. So we just run through the table uh, after last weekend's results, top to bottom. Bryden, Farnborough, Housted, Greenways, Welling, Long Lane, Bexley, South East, Metro Gas, AFC Lewisham, Danson, and Bromleyans. 
Again, the only real, the only real surprise for me at the minute is that that, that Welling are up there. Uh, again, will they peter out as the season goes on? They, I mean, they certainly did that last year. Um, quite surprised the Metro Gas are where they are. Um, for me, they probably should be a little bit higher in the table. But it's all to play for. It's still early doors, um, and somebody needs to take that hundred percent winning streak from Brighton this weekend. And hopefully it's Bromlins. Come on the Broms. Back in the Broms this weekend. I'm a Broms fan this weekend. Nah. So that concludes our show. Um, Charles, thanks for coming on. It's been a pleasure. And um, thank you to all the listeners as always. And I hope you get the result this coming weekend. And we will see you next week. Ta-da for now. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play. The simple app for next game availability.